0: Welcome to Great Photography, this is Daniel Sig. Our guest today is Bane Wisnich. Bane is a photographer located in San Diego, California. Born and raised in Belgrade in the former Yugoslavia, Bane's photography style is candid, documentary, and focuses on emotion and storytelling with an abstract touch. welcome to create photography i look very much forward to speaking with you and learning more about you and your photography
1: hey thank you daniel thanks for having me but i appreciate that Uh, great honor thank you thank you so i'd like to start
0: a little bit with the end today and i'd like to start with some of the categories you are focusing on in your photography at least on your website i should say and Mm -hmm. one that stood out to me that i actually have not seen before (laughs) and you probably know which one is the brazilian (laughs) jiu-jitsu and so i'd love to learn more about that maybe as a starting point
1: okay uh well you know first uh uh, my website
2: <laughs>
1: it's not updated i haven't looked at that thing probably three or four years so i feel okay. bad about that uh because it just work you know i don't know if you knew but um i am a i'm a teacher i'm a, yep. a biology teacher and um you know i have a couple of degrees in biology zoology etc etc cetera. Yep. Et cetera. But um, so I haven't really touched it. So I feel bad about the website. That's really <laughs> old photography. Um, as far as uh, jiu I kind of got into it a uh, combination of being a photographer or, you know, at, at the time when I started in jiu-jitsu, shooting jiu-jitsu, uh, probably about six years ago, um, I knew the jiu-jitsu world. I, I did jiu for years. And uh, on and off, I wasn't really consistent. But I did get to, uh, you know, meet and know a lot of people. So, <clears throat> you know, being interested in photography and people, I love shooting people. That's my main thing. Mm-hmm. Is, you can probably tell yes, from my <laughs> photography. I don't think I have a, yep. a, r- a rare photo without a person in it. So anyways, I started shooting jiu you know, with a combination of, you know, sport that I really like, do, you know, uh, kind of know and mm-hmm. shooting people. And, and and since I love shooting people in, um, like, their natural context, uh, uh, candid, uh, without any posing, th- what, what better than this? They're totally mm-hmm. focused on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, th- they don't pay attention to me most of the time. and uh, And it's just a great – it was a great opportunity for me to start there, and then it just took off um you know shooting for different you know brands uh sponsored athletes for them you know pretty big tournaments uh, um tournament promoters etc etc so that's mm-hmm. that's how i did that
0: so it really became something that you, you you eventually did professionally in a sense right i mean you 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 got you got engagements and so forth correct
1: yes yes so <clears> throat> yeah throat> i started um you know i i picked up a couple of um you know a few brand names that you know make jujitsu equipment geese and no-gi equipment they have sponsored athletes that they pay and whatnot so they would ask me to shoot them at tournaments then i would go to these major tournaments mainly um uh worlds pan americans and europeans uh championships these are the biggest championships
2: Mm.
1: and i would shoot at tournaments and then i would also shoot outside of tournaments in in equipment and and whatnot but um uh it's it's pretty nice (laughs) yes i I do it professionally and uh Uh, I do make some money as anyone in jujitsu world photography would tell you there is, you know, there's really not a whole lot of money there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not making a whole lot. uh, Anyone, you you know, they're struggling and um, people are having a tough time paying the real professional photographer fees that I can charge when I do, you know, like SAG awards or, uh, something mm-hmm. like that outside of uh jiu-jitsu but you mm-hmm. know you adjust you 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 know who you're dealing with you you have to you have to be flexible you, right. you can't stick to like okay this is what i give you you can't then you, right you know you wouldn't have uh, uh any work but luckily for me it's almost like um it's my pleasure it's it's mm-hmm. almost like mm-hmm. a hobby Right. it's my passion I, I hate yes. to say a hobby because it's a lot more yeah. than that <laughs> uh, right,
2: right it's
1: it's passion and um, I am lucky that I have a regular job and I can really pick and choose uh what I do and who I mm-hmm. shoot and and so mm-hmm. I'm really not desperate to get any any work so I really right. pick um you know good brands top athletes and uh, stuff like that
2: mm-hmm
0: so, out of curiosity, I'm a little familiar with Jiu Jitsu, but then there is the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So, what's the what's the distinction, or what's special about the Brazilian?
1: So, uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is um, started. I don't know if you know or not, but it's um, it's kind of a known fact. Well, I guess Jiu Jitsu is. Um, I guess it's a small world, but it's becoming bigger. It started with the Gracie family taking over, uh, uh, learning. Uh, not to go into names in history and everything, but they acquired jiu-jitsu from uh, Japan, hmm. from Japanese master. And they uh, adapted it to where they kind of took out all the stuff that is not useful and they developed their own style hmm. that, you know, they use all. It's not a pretty sport to watch, like, at <laughs> all. So, hmm. so it's you know, because it's it, two guys, two girls, whatever uh grappling it's a mix of uh you know grappling and judo and and Mm -hmm. uh you know a lot of finesse there especially the 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 higher the the belts the more uh finesse and nuances and techniques are just incredible and and um it's not pretty to watch you know you Mm -hmm. have two people (laughs) in pajamas
2: rolling around
1: (laughs) so if if you don't know anything about it you will be saying right. what the hell is going on here what is what?
2: this
1: <laughs> you know so but it, it is a very efficient um i've done several martial martial arts and i was in military and all that um mm-hmm. there is there is really nothing like jujitsu uh, uh for one-on-one uh um uh, so yeah so there'll be jujitsu kind of you know there's a little bit mm-hmm. of type of you know wrestling judo mm-hmm. grappling stuff like that
0: got it got it so it's so it's an adapted version of the japanese yeah it, it started
1: jujitsu i th- yep. think started mm-hmm. with samurai uh, hand combat uh, mm-hmm. so when they don't have uh, weapons you know sword and whatnot uh, they they use jitsu, mm-hmm. and it's very effective you know uses mm-hmm. uh Different levers and uh, choke holds and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people are really not familiar with just the feeling of if you and I, you know, started. I, I hate conflict, but if 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 I would hug you, I would get close to you. Uh, it would be face against face, mm. and uh, you'd be uncomfortable if you never did that. J- yeah. Just <laughs> the just the sheer. Uh, um, a proximity of having a person mm -hmm. hugging you another man Mm -hmm. (laughs) hugging you and holding you (laughs) it would be very uncomfortable you know uh, uh, smell feel all that stuff has Mm -hmm. influence and and Mm. we did do jujitsu that's to us that we're like super comfortable we don't even Mm -hmm. think about that stuff so Mm -hmm. anyways there's a lot of lot of um aspects to it
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: thanks for sharing that oh no worries so so in your photography you tend to mix black and white and color something i personally tend to do as well um Mm -hmm. and i'm always curious how photographers go about making the choice so is this something you you make a priori or do you kind of make the decision before your shoot or you know when you're when you're taking the photograph
1: yeah uh, great question and 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 this topic has been you know ongoing forever has <laughs> probably as as long as there is uh, color photography. Right. But, um, <laughs> uh To me, uh, um, it's well s- several different things. You know, um, the the topic, subject, the themes that that I'm shooting. As you can, I don't know if you looked at uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I have a lot of examples in my Instagram which I'm really not on b- barely at all lately. I just posted mm-hmm. two photos <clears throat> last night after two months last mm-hmm. year, maybe posted five or six photos. And, but oh, anyways, wow. I'm getting off the topic. So right. as far as black and white and, um, uh, uh, color. Uh, so what I'm shooting, I'm really trying to, uh, show, uh, uh emotion, a feeling, mm-hmm. uh, 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 People that I'm shooting, I really want to, what I capture, what I hope to capture and what I hope to share with people is really um, the, the eyes, the look, the feeling, the real emotion that I'm trying mm-hmm. to capture, which you know uh, as well, it's it's probably the most difficult thing in photography. Mm-hmm. I think yep. portraits are incredibly Difficult on a level that I like them to be because I I don't want to shoot people and get a uh, passport photo. Yeah,
2: you know, <laughs> exactly.
1: anybody can do that. I, I'm really mm-hmm. trying to when I capture something. When you look at that that portrait, I want you to not even like if if you're not looking how that person looks, but get the feeling and emotion and feel it and look at that photo maybe extra couple seconds. You know. Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm striving for for so for uh I don't need color for that color is like extra fat that I like to trim because Mm -hmm. it confuses the brain you know you look at it and um I mean doesn't confuse it but it gives it like um extra work to do which is Mm -hmm. not necessary for what I'm trying to show do you know what I'm saying however exactly there are photos that I take, you You know, you asked me if I, you know, think about that before or after. I usually, uh, when I shoot a photo, uh, I can see as I'm shooting it, I can almost tell exactly how it's going to look as a finished product.
2: Hmm. Like I can mm-hmm. shoot
1: a photo and... Even the how I'm gonna crop, and I know a lot of people are. It's a, it's another you know can of worms. Yeah, cropping, <laughs> no cropping. Yeah, you know, uh, uh. Um, but you know, you. I I don't think there's rule for any of this stuff,
2: right? No. Because
1: photography is an art, and and everybody's right. doing it different. Mm-hmm. I really don't like when people try to. Uh, categorize everything and make everything like, oh, mm-hmm. it has to be this way. Yes. It has to be film. It has to be right. uncropped. Or it has right. to, no. I mean you can do at this day and age. And then they're going back in time, well, if uh you know Besson or like whoever uh, uh you know if they they don't they didn't have these cameras they didn't have these things well you know if they did they would have done it differently. You, yeah, you know it's exactly. so it's it's kind of a it's art. So anyway, um, mm-hmm. I um, I love black and white because it's so kind of uh, raw and naked and shows the emotion. Uh, 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 you can you can feel something. Now there are some photos that I have to have color in them. When mm-hmm. I shoot, I'm like the, the color is amazing. It, when color plays a role, and it also gives. Uh, a different emotion, different feeling mm-hmm. gives you different, you know. Then, um, then I have to have it. Then, you know, certain, right. mm-hmm. uh, uh, I and I can't even tell. It's just when I shoot, I'm like, oh my God, this this is a color photo or this is a black and white mm-hmm. photo. Most of the time, it's black and white. Okay. But, but sometimes, you know, I looked at your, um, looked at your examples on your website. Man, you're a phenomenal photographer. Oh, thank Dude. you. <laughs> oh, I, I looked at your your um, your street photography is impressive. Oh,
0: thank you. You <laughs> know,
1: all of your photography is great, but a lot of people can do, like, um, you know, architecture and stuff. like. But where I think it makes you really great photographer, capturing the – in my opinion, street photography is incredibly hard to do. Yeah, in- incredibly. It's probably the hardest because how do you, out of a normal – you know street with people everywhere how do you make it how do you capture a moment or a subject that is really interesting and you really want to look at it and stuff it's it's super hard Mm -hmm. um i have um i have several friends but uh i don't know if you uh heard of or seen a boogie photographer Mm -mm. oh my gosh you gotta get him on here uh he's uh (laughs) he's super famous um has many books out. Uh, if you look up just Boogie, Boogie Photographer okay. on Instagram, you'll so his street photography. It's un, unbelievable. It mm. is incredible. Uh, oh, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, I looked at your stuff, just beautiful stuff. Oh, and that's what okay. I was thinking as I was answering your question about uh, color. Use color on the street so well. You have black mm. and white. And I love the way you use um, uh, motion blur uh Mm -hmm. it's it's phenomenal uh so anyways um, yeah thanks so i I don't know if i answered your question no uh.
0: you really did that that was wonderful because i yeah that's the type of stuff i i think about as well now i do shoot some film you know so there so there is the technical limitation of where Mm -hmm. you make the choice before but when i also do digital and so you know it, it is an interesting thing right because are you are you photographing and not want to i don't want to get too technical but are you typically photographing digitally or most of the time or do you,
1: uh, do you... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yes i i should dig, and out of all my friends I, I have many friends photographers and everybody loves film and uh daniel <laughs> I, I will get into film i just uh um just circumstances were so that i never um I never really had the time and um, extra energy and and uh, to get into it because I like to do something well, and mm-hmm. with film, it's it's kind of um it's a whole new uh, uh world that I would have to learn, and that kind of turns me off because I've you know I've shot film as a kid growing up and all that, but I was never really never really did it as um as something that um, I was learning and I wanted to do it and you know it was just like put film in a camera whatever I had you know growing up and shoot it I never really mm-hmm. you know so never spend time and energy on it so I uh, I'm still you know I'm, I'm debating on getting a film camera because everybody you know yeah. uh, Ben Staley Mark yeah, White yes. uh, mm-hmm. everybody that you know Uh, um milo all all these guys um they all shoot film i mean they shoot Mm -hmm. digital too but um Mm -hmm. you kind of have to these days but film is their their thing and when we get together and shoot i'm the only oddball you know (laughs) you know i'm I'm the only and i really don't care
2: (laughs) yeah because
1: that's what i have i use you know fuji film i love that stuff reminds me kind of uh Mm-hmm. Uh, old school stuff it's yeah. um uh, phenomenal cameras great just, cameras. um yeah yep. so uh yeah uh, <laughs> it's, that's it's, cool no it's that's digital. awesome yeah, yeah. no
0: and, and but i would so love you...
1: to you know film is amazing you you can never get uh, sorry to interrupt you but oh you no no can go never ahead get please, the, please you can not get the feeling of um of a real film uh with any type of uh, uh um Uh, digital you know if you move your little bars all over the place you can never get the feeling uh, uh, of real film uh, image it's so recognizable it's so authentic and and great i love it and it's nostalgic it's melancholy Uh, it's awesome
0: yeah that's really great and i mean if you do of course and and, you know there's a little bit of a of a trend right now too but I, i i do actually i, I per, you know and i started learning photography also on film like you did but it is it is really fun especially black and white is a little easier to do at home than than color so it's mm-hmm. but you know you're absolutely right about the time and effort and all that stuff mm-hmm. that goes into it and when you're really busy it's <laughs> yeah i mean I have definitely a, a, p- a point to consider and yep.
1: you know i'm a single sure. dad i have three kids i have a full-time job and yeah. then I do I do photography almost full time mm-hmm. I mean that's that's how much uh and and I really don't take all the work that I'm offered which I kind of you know I beat myself up over it sometimes <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's just um then I wouldn't be normal and have a normal life right like, semi-normal life no one has a normal yeah. life anymore yeah <laughs> right but, um, right
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, well, good. Shifting gears a little bit, I'd like to talk a little bit about your upbringing. So, you so you were raised in Belgrade, Serbia, a city that, you know, has a unfortunately violent and tragic history as well. So, how how has this affected you personally, and, and perhaps also influenced your photography?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, good question. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, um, I was born and raised. Um uh, when I was born and raised there it was Yugoslavia so it's mm-hmm. a former Yugoslavia Yep I really had a wonderful childhood you know as much as people you know think of it as um a, a communist or rather socialist country that it was it was pretty wonderful um we were really different than, than all the Eastern kind. We were, we never belonged in um, like a Eastern block Mm -hmm. We were not behind the iron curtain, you know, Russians didn't like us because um, you know, we never wanted to go with studying after world war two, et cetera. But um, uh, we had freedoms to do pretty much. I traveled as a kid, I had family in France. I traveled to France. I, traveled through Italy and beautiful Switzerland and like, um, I've seen a lot of countries and, and, you know, I had a, you know, as far as the the country was, it was really amazing. And so right before the war started, you know, in nineties, I, I have already left. So Hmm. fortunately, um, I lucked out that I never experienced the, 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 the tragedy that, that, and, and hardships that people experienced over there, you know, mm-hmm. horrible war. Then they were bombed uh, by, the, by these idiots over here. And uh, so a, a lot of that stuff didn't really. Um, but on the other hand, I packed up. I was first an exchange student in, in uh, the United States. So I came here as a 17-year-old boy with a you know mm. bag of clothes and a couple of hundred bucks in my <laughs> pocket. And um, then I was an exchange student. Then I went back home. I served military. You know, it's, it's required. I, I think in Switzerland too, mm-hmm. um, maybe a couple of years. And um, so I did that. But that was right before the war, a couple of years before the war started. But there was already some stuff. And I had some stories, but we don't have time for that. But anyways, um, um, then I went to the Uni- University of Belgrade for a year, uh, studied economics, uh, pretty funny, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: in, in Yugoslavia. And um, I was offered to work for my host family back in uh, Jackson Hole. Mm. And I accepted and I literally left everything at the best time. My friends were saying, what the hell are you doing, man? You're living now. You know, we were 2021, 20, 22 They were partying. Uh, I had good friends that started a a club business. They opened up a couple clubs. Mm -hmm. You know, just uh, just wonderful time. Everybody was it was like a year before war started. Hmm. It's like I knew I I had no idea.
2: Right, Uh, but this was calling me, and
1: I and I always kind of had a need to go out and do something on my own or for myself, and especially after that year in the United States when I saw how how many opportunities are in this country and how amazing this country is i uh i packed up and left um 31 years ago now actually and came here again with a bag of clothes and a couple hundred bucks in my pocket and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then you know did everything on my own did every possible mm-hmm. job that you can imagine you know i worked on oil rigs i worked mm-hmm. in restaurants <laughs> i you know, as a welder's helper, I did so many things. So, uh, you know, just that yes, childhood and just my life experiences did influence my photography. Also, uh, I have a lot of um, uh, uh, architect. I have aunt, uncle, two aunts, uh, uh, two uncles that are architects. Hmm. Um, they're great great uncles. Um, and then aunt and uncle. Uh, my brother is an incredible, incredible artist. He's in, mm. just a crazy talented. Um, so I grew up in a lot of... What does of, he uh, do?
0: What does uh, your brother do? Uh, uh, well,
1: work? he graduated with an um, uh, interior designer degree. He was the mm. best in his class, and they begged him to stay, in, stay at the university and teach, and he just went to work and then moved to Vancouver, Canada. Guy's really crazy. Um, he should be working. He has a kind of a regular job now, because he couldn't live off of his art, which you you know also it's mm-hmm. so hard to make it as an artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's feast to famine, literally. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a cliche, but it's it's really true. <laughs> Unless right. you make it big, but those are really rare people. So, right. anyways, he's, he's an interior designer, but he's a very good at uh, drawing in any medium. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. just incredibly talented. So, anyways you know i just grew up surrounded by art and you know in mm-hmm. europe when we were growing up as kids we didn't have any computers anything it was it was reading movies music friends and we read a lot of lot of um comic books too of all sorts and european comic books are different than mm-hmm. american ones i mean i right. think americans are ones are mainly superheroes where yeah. <laughs> europeans are more artistic in stories and all sorts of crazy stuff so um a lot of yeah so that's kind of like uh you know what influenced me as far as my right. life i mean right. we can go a lot more into that but right. you know generally that's that's
0: mm-hmm. it and so on your website you you kind of talk about the nomadic lifestyle um is that you know you, you mentioned the anyway working on the oil rigs and fishing boats and the bering Mm -hmm. sea and so forth you Mm -hmm. you were in tokyo are you uh, now you have kids you mentioned you have three kids so i I assume you're more settled down now or are you um
1: i i am um i am uh, almost unfortunately but i can't say that because you know i have kids and you know it's it's uh Life cycle, but then again, th- 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 there are no rules. You know, you can right. do whatever you want. But right. I'm settled, but not settled. I'm mm-hmm. I'm never settled. I'm mm-hmm. I'm right now. I'm in one place for for um, maybe some some time because of my kids. But when they when they get out of school and um, when they're done with that and they move, uh, uh, when they go on their own, I'll probably you know, do something else, uh, as far as where I'm living or, um, I'll travel more. I still get to travel a little bit, but not as much as I would want to. Uh, but yeah, I can never say to, I'm beating around the bush here, but I can never say, uh, I'm settled. It's yeah, just kind of not I in got my it. nature. No, I understand. I understand. Not in my nature. Since so you
0: still feel like, in a way, you still feel nomadic. In a, in a ab-
1: absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And got I feel, it. Daniel. I feel the most alive when I go. And it doesn't happen very often. But I was just in Mexico, uh, in mm-hmm. Cancun, with um, with um, uh, Eddie Bravo and um, Victor Davila shooting for their tournament, mm-hmm. and um, it. It was so amazing to leave the country and I've never been to, I've been to Mexico across the border here. I live in San Diego, in Tijuana Mm -hmm. and all that, uh, Rosarita, but that's, that's a little bit different. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: And I don't really care to go there that much, but this was really, you know, different. It was great. I also went to, you know, Helsinki, Finland uh, for your, for ADCC tournament. I went to uh, Lisbon several times over the last couple few years, um, so I feel so alive when I do this. I I, mm-hmm. I literally feel again like um, maybe it sounds like some kind of a cliche, but I, I feel <laughs> in my element. I feel mm-hmm. like yep. um, I'm I'm uh, uh, I'm the most alert. Um, I feel sharp. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of wake up from your routine from your slumber right. you know you you kind of mm-hmm. all the senses again turn on you really your vision your hearing you're looking and as a photographer i love to observe and people watch look at details yeah. you know, everything is an opportunity <laughs> right. for a photo right. you know it's yeah. almost a curse you know where you're yeah. looking everywhere you see things kind of in like frames almost uh, so yeah. anyway yeah
0: i'd like to go back to the black and white photography for a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe um so I really relate to your images very much. I think they're really captivating. I love the. Thank you. Uh, I, I mean, I like your color work, but I, I really connect them. Maybe it has to do with your black and white work and maybe it has to do with what you mentioned, emotion. Um, maybe the, you know, the feelings, the, you know, the, I guess, and you, you mentioned that earlier too, that you're trying to, convey you know that emotion Mm -hmm. do you you know and i'm just curious um maybe how do you go about you know trying to to convey that and then you know it's a a kind of a weird question but i guess we're getting at with this right because you're absolutely right so 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 for me personally it's you know i think that i'm i'm not a people photographer in that sense Mm -hmm. and so i think that is a very difficult thing to do to be good at mm-hmm. uh, i th- i love your work and and you you really convey that emotion so I, I will very much you know recommend of course to our listener to check your website out even if it doesn't matter if it's, oh, man, you, it's know, so if you say old, I it's not updated
1: be, oh it's like four but years it's still at least
0: right but it's still i think the work is very strong and and i think we can i can really see that emotion mm-hmm. thank and you so much i really appreciate oh, yeah. that oh yeah of course and so um yeah, I guess um, if you if you maybe can talk about a little bit about that, how you go about, you know, getting that emotion and and you know <coughs> how, how it happens, and maybe we'll go over some examples later too. But
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so like you're saying, it's it's extremely difficult, even for me. And I feel like that's my strongest suit is um, capturing the, the the emotion, the look on, on a person, and all that. So what's what's really hard, and and th- this is why I'm really kind of um, nervous about uh, being hired to shoot my photography. Like someone would say, "Man, I love your images, like these black and white candid's. Can you do a shoot for me?" And see, and this is where <laughs> the I cannot, I can't. Uh, make that happen you know with with someone Mm -hmm. posing as you can tell i mean obviously sometimes people pose for me Mm -hmm. uh um, or not sometimes but a lot but i really do try to build a relationship with even even if i have seconds Mm -hmm. i try to um break the ice i try Mm -hmm. to establish some kind of um a relationship connection where it would relax them more, maybe uh, have them trust me just a tiny bit more because that's what uh, that's what opens their eyes that that's what lets them give me the eyes that I need them to you know because mm-hmm. person can look at you the, the same way, but in one way they're again I'm saying, eyes and the look are going to be like a passport photo or a driver's license photo. Mm-hmm. And another one is going to be the same look, but they will open up their, you know, I hate to say it, but like their soul, their, their eyes, soul. They'll, yep. mm-hmm. they'll give that to you, you know, um, mm-hmm. with the expression, the tiniest nano micro movement in in their face or skin will, will give you that. So that's really hard. And for me, I really try to establish Uh, uh, some type of even it's a one second two second relationship so I'll I'll have to and uh, I think just because what you were talking about before my life before and having to rely on uh, my communication and me being uh, um, to survive for the past you know especially when I came here You know, my English wasn't that good and all that, but I was never shy to ask questions to, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, to 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 communicate with people, regardless of me not being really fluent that great. Mm -hmm. So it's just my personality. This this is this is more something that I think you can get better at it the more you do it and the more you're open to it. It just like anything else, you become, you know, experienced. Mm -hmm. And you, you rack up that experience and it's easier to do. But I also think it's a part of someone's personality, which I think I have. And I'm not tapping Mm -hmm. my shoulder here and saying, but it's just what it is. It's
0: just who you are. So, yeah.
1: So, as far as um, getting, excuse me about (laughs) a little coughs, I'm still getting over it. So, um, uh, getting that expression trying to convey that because w- when you take um, in my opinion, when you take a portrait it, it's kind of an intimate thing, you know, mm-hmm. on a certain level you know, th- these mm-hmm. people are especially if you don't know something, they're saying okay, I will let you capture me, my face, uh, my image and then, you know, share it they introduce mm-hmm. me to other people and all that, I mean, it's kind of a Intimate, private thing, and and people are trusting you with with uh, that, and also, so so, um, uh, uh, it, it, trying to convey that 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 uh, expression. You're you're introducing those people to everybody that's going to look at that photo, you know, and that's right. where people are. Uh, uh, once you do it for a while, and then people look at your photography, and and like. In my experience, in like let's say jujitsu, people that I shoot, that I that I that I took photos of many times on many occasions, uh, now know that I will make them look good. You know, when they when they, I will never have a photo of a person and post it or show it where they don't. In my opinion, they don't look good, and I get familiar with their face and everything. I don't want them where they don't look the best in that expression that you, you, you know what I'm, what I mean? Yep. Um, yep.
2: Yeah, I know exactly. Be- mean. Yep.
1: because I don't, I don't, it's not about me. That That's where you're, you, you like the photo, but they don't look good, but you're going to put the photo anyways, because this photo that looks good is going to make you look good as a photographer. But, that to me is kind of using the, the trust that they're giving you. Mm-hmm. So do you know what I mean? Yep, so yep. The, the people that like, in uh, again, I'm referring to jujitsu uh, um, because I shoot the most there and I have the most examples and all that. They trust me now. I, I know mm-hmm. that people trust me. People know that when they see me taking photos of them, that, you know, if you take hundreds of photos, only, you know, a couple few are going to come out. And they're all gonna be, they're gonna look good on those photos. It's, mm-hmm. There's not gonna be mistakes. They're not gonna look goofy or out of yeah. place or whatever.
2: Right, right. So
1: it's it's yeah. a very difficult thing. What you know, mm-hmm. what you're asking it as a photographer. Still, mm-hmm. I don't think you ever master it. Uh, I don't think it's just a. It's um, uh, it's a journey. It's an ongoing mm-hmm. progress, and right. and you're just doing it and. I I don't know, you know, um, Mm -hmm. so that's why, again, I get nervous if I, if I'm put in a position where people are asking me to, Hey, do your candid (laughs) photos, (laughs) which you you cannot, you know, screenplay that you cannot just, that has to happen because I think I have the eye that, that I can see that and capture it. If I'm lucky that I have a camera on me, it's ready. The settings are on there. You know how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. I saw your street photography; like everything has to work. The timing, mm-hmm. the like, so many things. So when I get a photo that I like, that I think it's great, uh, uh, it's you know, there's a there's a certain element of like luck. I had to use mm-hmm. luck, but you know, you kind of everything worked out at the at the the way should have been you know right, so right. i don't know if i'm making sense no you're here, making but.
0: sense and and i think some of it and i'm curious so some of it you mentioned a little bit but i'm still curious about one area that i fascinates me in, in photography is this whole area of you know pre-visualization versus maybe more of really in the moment and very intuitive you know uh, approach
1: absolutely and
0: and and, and the, i'm curious i mean you mentioned a little bit earlier that um sometimes you actually see the final image you know as you're kind of as you're taking it basically so Mm -hmm. you kind of we could argue right we could say well maybe that is some sort of a Mm pre-visualization but yet i assume it for many of your photographs and maybe portrait work which you do a lot of would you say is it how much is intuition, I guess, playing too? So that?
1: <laughs> great, great question. I, I, it's really good, good point. Um, and and as far as my portraits, um, a lot of my portraits are portraits, but they're candid portraits. Mm-hmm. You know, right. rarely ever um, I have portraits that I. Well, there, there is some where people are like posing for me, yep. and and that, that I think that are usually the best ones are if I catch someone. Uh, uh, so I really, uh, I believe that my, um, I, I work intuitively that mm-hmm. I, that I, uh, feel, uh, uh, to capture something, to see it. Um, maybe sometimes before it's going to happen, I see a situation. I'm like, Oh my God, this might turn into something I get excited about. You know, there's many times I would, I pulled the car over and I did a U-turn to capture something, uh, in the middle of the traffic. And it doesn't happen as mm-hmm. as often as, <laughs> as it used to, but um, I used to do it a lot. Actually, so once, and I'm off the topic here a little bit, but <laughs>
0: That's okay. uh,
1: I saw a guy sitting in a park as I was driving through and the sun was hitting him and it was just the crazy looking, in, in my eyes anyways. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, t- flipped a UE and went over there <laughs> and ended up talking to a person and the guy it was his one year anniversary that day of uh, being sober. We ended mm-hmm. up talking, and I took mm-hmm. some couple portraits. He was really proud to um, to uh, pose for me. You know, he was working; he was taking a break from construction work and all that. So, anyways,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: um, um, so I really work intuitively, and what really, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I'm gonna say, makes me nervous or uh, worried is that if I need to do like um. Uh, conceptualization prior, like I think I saw. Do you do some? I think I saw your some of your photos, which are phenomenal, by the way. That's why I really admire because I cannot do that well. Did you have those pineapples that were cut out in the oh, middle? Oh yeah, yeah. I, or the purple behind the hand holding, um, like an instrument or something like that.
0: Yeah, I did See, some. Well, that was some product. So I did. I used to do some product photography. Right. So or horror, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's an example of you doing it incredibly well. Where I would never do that stuff because I know that I can't do it that well, and there are photographers that are just amazing at that. And I don't feel my. I'm not. I'm far from complete photographer. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm a. Uh, I'm a photographer just in certain niche that mm-hmm. that I can do but but I'm not a professional photographer in a sense of I can do anything I mean I can't try and do a lot of things but mm-hmm. I don't think I can do everything well but what I do I really like to focus on that because mm-hmm. I feel what I do I do it well you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and I like that uh, and and I do it for me that's that's right. where I right. really I hate to say I don't care what people think because obviously, right. you know, I'd be lying. Of course you do. Or But photos that I take and most of them anyways, like on my black and white Instagram, are really for my soul. I mm-hmm. really for mm-hmm. when I look at them, they make me feel good of the moment that I was in, of the person mainly that I uh, share the moment with, or the place that reminds me of the time, the feeling that I was in. So all that stuff is tied. So much emotion is tied into that mm-hmm. um, f- uh, image that evokes, you know, feelings in me. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I do it. Now, the fact that some people really enjoy it and I get great comments and they enjoy it, it's wonderful in a sense that I love that, I cause a a feeling, an emotion, Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. them. And hopefully, I always—you'll see that I won't have uh, any photography that is um, uh, negative or causing any kind of um, conflicted feelings. Or um, rarely, rarely, I have anything like that. I just don't like. That stuff. That's just me. I'm not saying yep. it's yep. wrong of people. Of course, yep. oh, everything has to be covered. Why not? Right. But personally, right. I just like if I evoke any feeling in anybody or emotion, I'd like it to be positive. I like it to be, you know, good to to mm-hmm. make him mm-hmm. feel good, even for yeah. a second or two, if, if I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not that's sure great. if I answered your. No, no, that's uh, great. Yeah, no,
0: you did, you did. And so. <clears throat> so so a follow-up on that would be you know it's the storytelling right um mm-hmm. you know is that is that and maybe the similar question how could we learn to tell better stories because you know you can as as we discussed right we can always take a great technically great photograph and mm-hmm. you know and do things in photoshop or whatever right great lighting mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. but Now, what's difficult again is, is I think, is the art of it, right? And so,
1: absolutely.
0: So, so again, your images, you know, what they evoke in me is it's the emotion. Clearly, I see that. And then the other that stood out is kind of that storytelling. Mm -hmm. It goes maybe hand in hand. Maybe it's really interconnected. Is that? Mm -hmm. Is that maybe the similar question to that part? Um, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tease it apart, kind of scientifically, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But maybe it cannot be tied. You know, it cannot be dissected. Um, But Mm -hmm. is that something you're thinking about as well as your, even if it's intuitive?
1: um, Well, I I think, so uh, first, storytelling in photography is by far my favorite photography. So Mm -hmm. my favorite type of photography are photos. Uh, Because they, if you can capture a moment that in one image you can tell a story and and you can leave it to imagination of a, of a person that is looking at that photo to uh, begin the story, to end it, to maybe write their own story. That, that this is like maybe just a like it starts them with a story. That to me is is uh, really what's it all about. Those mm-hmm. are my favorite photos. Are the ones where I captured. Uh, um, a moment that tells a story by, and if I can get something that is um, uh, unique, uh, completely different, uh, that's, that's, but I'm never, as you're saying, I'm never really, uh, I see a story as I look at it. If I try to capture, if I capture it the way I I want it captured, amazing, you know, and, and what you're saying really, uh, of course, uh, good light uh, as as we all know it, it makes a uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, all the difference and and but sometimes you know it doesn't matter because you you caught that moment and um lack of light might might help the 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 feeling of it and and stuff mm-hmm. like that but uh right um Absolutely, uh, um, in my opinion, those those are my favorite. If you look at all the all the street photographers and, and um, uh, uh, old school, uh, they're all stories. Every mm-hmm. one of their images is a, is a incredible mm-hmm. story. So those right. are my favorite. If you, I don't know if you ever look at my Instagram, but I have some photos, uh, let's say where I I don't know I captured I captured I saw two brothers I was on the beach uh, here in San Diego in Solana Beach and they were using this old abandoned stairwell on the rocks in the water um, and they were jumping off of it and the sky was gray and the w- waves were big man I saw this so I freaked out so I waded in the water up to my chest to <laughs> capture this and, and I did you know I took several mm-hmm. photos and one to me it looks and this when I look at this photo, this photo is just for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's awesome to share it, but I'm not sure if people will experience it the same way as um, mm-hmm. I will. Of, of course, they, they will not, but right. also, you know, images from uh, like one of my favorite cities, Lisbon in Portugal. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. you've been. It, it's I just, a, been. Mm-hmm. have you been?
0: no i haven't i've been in portugal but not lisbon
1: highly Mm. recommended it's it's really truly amazing cobblestone everywhere it's like stepping back two three four hundred years back in the past and uh, you know wonderful people anyways i captured uh, some of the uh, street photos that are little stories you know when and those to me are are so again back to your question i'm not sure if i um, I work on instinct there, uh, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. it's really personal. I don't think this is something that I think it's individual. I don't think it's something that you can learn. I mean, I'm sure you can learn some things about it, but to me, I was never taught any of that. It's just what I see as who I am and what uh, um, what appeals to me. Mm-hmm. You know what what I see uh interesting or fascinating or or worth the capture and and so that to me is pure instinctual reaction when i see something to tell a story mm-hmm. i can't really tell a story uh ahead of time if i didn't see it i mean photographers do that obviously you, you know you 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 know you can organize and all that you can preconceptualize everything but Mm -hmm. uh, just personally how i work the stories that i have in my photos which are my favorite i like those a lot more than like let's say me capturing you know uh, a-list celebrities and stuff like Mm -hmm. that because (laughs) these people know what they're doing they're professional they'll always make you look good as a photographer their expressions are flawless and 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 they pose for you and And that to me is not, I think a lot of people would do a lot better job than I do with those people, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just the access to those people that makes it incredible, you know? So, but the images of moments that I get around the world or wherever, where there's a story in there and it's kind of a, and if it's like kind of a heartfelt or emotional you know it's that's amazing you know Mm -hmm. or if i capture a person that it's like a portrait but it's kind of a you know in a storytelling environment then to me those are also the the the, my favorite Mm -hmm. again i'm not sure if i if i covered it right wonderful
0: yep thank you so, I'd like to go back to the beginning of your photographic journey. Um, mm-hmm. So, if you can tell me a little bit more about, I'm curious about how you got into photography. <laughs> um, how did it start?
1: Yeah, so, um, well, I, I liked it all my life, but I never really, uh, um, I, I can remember the, the, the moment, but I was always fascinated with, with photography and growing up. But um, uh, it actually started with the, with my first iPhone. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Don't laugh at me. <laughs>
0: no, no. no, no, that's um, good. <laughs> with, I
1: think it was um, uh, uh, iPhone 4. And I got the um, app Instamatic on it. I think it's called in, in, Instamatic um, hmm. Or Hipstamatic, I'm I'm sorry.
0: Hipstamatic,
1: okay. Hipstamatic, and there was a couple other... um, In in those days, there were only a couple of um, apps that would capture with a little bit of a flair, you know, that would have uh, like a different look to a photo, mainly uh, like a black and white or looking like Mm -hmm. um, old photos or something like that. That, to me, was like just incredible. So, um, and I used that Hipstamatic, and I just shot use that phone as a camera forever because I was a teacher. I was busy. I was a young dad and all that stuff. So it's going to be shocking um, for people. Usually I don't tell them because people are so judgmental these days. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when you say, cause some people are doing it for 20 years, you know, and then you say, yeah, I've been doing it for six years. Actually started, um, Uh, early uh, 15, late 14, early 15, where I got my first... I was going through some uh, uh, rough, you know, personal uh, times and and, uh, whatever. And I said, you know what? I always love photography. I'm just going to break down and buy a good camera. And when I say good camera, to you guys, pros, (laughs) you know, you're thinking, you know, Canon, D1, whatever... But I went and bought a Fujifilm X100T. I'm not sure if you know what it is. It's a fixed mm-hmm. lens, yep. um, uh, 23 mil. It's uh, it's um, 35 milli- millimeter, uh, full, full full frame, frame comparable. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think it's um, uh, 2.0 uh, f2. Um, mm-hmm. it, it does still beautiful bouquet as 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 a you know fixed. Um, a uh, little shooter, but it's, it was just an amazing camera. I carried that thing and I would not leave. It was like a wallet to me, <laughs> literally. Uh, I would never be without it. Literally it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, your phone, your wallet, your keys and my camera. And, and, and that was it. So that's how I started. And I volunteered, I would shoot anything. I was just so, cause this was like a first camera that I can really get like a real quality images from it. I can, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, yeah, I can have it wide open, which I usually shoot wide open. And, uh, since I shoot people, bokeh is beautiful. You know, I, I love that, uh, shallow depth of field. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, cause I can folk, you can focus on eyes or whatever. And, right. um, I just shot that thing and I volunteered, man. I would say, Hey, you have an event in a coffee shop, uh, do you want me to come in? They're like, how much? I'm like, I nah, just, I'll just shoot and give you if anything is good, you know, no, because it wouldn't pr- put a pressure on me to shoot. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, right, I didn't need right. to produce photography for money. I mm-hmm. could just be myself, do my thing. If something is good, I'll give it to them. They'll appreciate yep. it. Um, I'll be happy, and I, I don't like that that pressure on me. I like to do my thing when a client you have to do it you know a client ask you for something obviously you have to do it you have to adjust and you i i learn like that too
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I'd, obviously uh, i'd much rather do my own thing uh, right you know no brainer but uh so and then went from you know shooting i i drove to la a million times all like to volunteer to shoot for free constantly so i did like um i did uh for local movie festival shot for free with some, I mean, I gave him photos. Um, there were, I, I thought they were great photos, but I was working with, I remember, um, uh, um, one celebrity, I forgot the names I'm terrible with, but, uh, he came up to me from the red carpet and I was, you know, surrounded with, we were like several of us shooting, I said, "What the hell are you shooting with?" I was shooting that. I was <laughs> shooting with X one hundred T. It's the only camera I had. Everybody <laughs> had. Everybody was. They had the 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 harness with the double D ones. You know, right? <laughs> Thirty pounds of cameras on and shooting, and and I got some amazing photos. I thought for me, anyways. So anyways, and then you know from there, it went to where I realized what I'm doing. I Realized I wanted to um, uh, wanted to do better and more and have more flexibility with uh, uh, with with the images and what I capture and how I capture it. So pretty fast, I invested in the at that time it was uh, XT one, the first their you know oh, XT yeah. series, mm-hmm. yep. and I bought several lenses. That you know their lenses are Fujinon lenses are amazing. Yep. Um, just really incredible. Um, and it's kind of a, in my opinion, best kept secret in the industry. I don't even want to talk about it, you know, yeah. because <laughs> it's, it, it, so I invested into, in lenses and then I started valuing my work more because some time passed and, um, I think about a year or so and, uh, people started calling me, you know, Hey, uh, Can you do this? Can you do that? So I started valuing my, I realized that, you know, there is some value in my photography and I started charging slowly. You know, I was, I was really, uh, um, hesitant about how much and all that. And, but I slowly started, you know, you read and you compare and you ask and you're on forums and whatever. So Mm -hmm. I started working and then beginning of 16, I got into jujitsu world pretty intensely. Like from the get-go, I started doing tournaments and everything and I really felt comfortable in that world because I knew, you know, few people and um I knew the sport. Um I'm not great at it, um uh but I know the sport, you know, mm-hmm. I, I and mm-hmm. and um and then with with my talent, you know, capturing the moments, capturing people that was, you know, that I think that was noticed uh, by some people, and I started. Uh, I started late my jiu jitsu because I I used to put everything on one Instagram, you know. That was my way of showing my photography's Instagram, and I started
2: mm-hmm.
1: putting everything, uh, and then I separated it. I think in maybe I'm not sure, seventeen or something like that. I made just jiu jitsu, or maybe even I think it's maybe seventeen or eighteen or something like that. Um, I made the jujitsu, uh, Instagram account and that took off and, um, uh, and that's kind of my, my story. Very, uh, 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 old photographer <laughs> by <laughs> age, but very young, inexperienced photographer. Mm-hmm. Th- that's where, you know, the question that you asked about film and all that, mm-hmm. I would love to do film, honestly, but for me to... Open that door and get into that, uh, 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 you know, place. It would take. It, it's a whole nother. And I really, I'm. Um, I don't want to say I'm scared of it. I'm not at all. But um, I, I just know that Ed, that I don't have that time and energy right now. In, right, in where right. I am in my life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that would be wonderful. But I just cannot do it. I, I don't mm-hmm. have that. Uh, um, i don't have anything to give it and i don't want to do it half-assed because then then i'm doing it i'm not really doing anything for myself or for anybody or whatever you know yeah and it's just that so uh yeah that's a little you know story about that no
0: that's great that's great that's really great so we kind of Started a little bit with the end and then we're more we were to the beginning and now we're kind of back
1: back yeah, to the end. Great but, uh, questions, Daniel, um, by the thank way. You, you really, thank like you. you're triggering all sorts of okay. Stuff <laughs> <in your head. laughs> well, wonderful good stuff, really. Oh, thank you, thank you. Questions um, are hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry that you're, you're doing very well. Oh, no, no, time, they're not so.
1: difficult that you're <laughs> saying, but to come up with good questions is hard. Oh, That's oh, what I meant. yeah. <laughs> your questions are not hard, oh. they're wonderful, they're <laughs> inspiring.
0: Oh, good. Well, I'm glad. Um, so, so what I'd like to do, and and I know I gave you a little bit of a heads up on that, but I, um, that is the, um, and and as of course you didn't see the questions, but um, the um, I wanted to go over a, a few of your portraits um, mm-hmm. that I sent to you. Um, mm-hmm. that I kind of picked out. Maybe if we could briefly go over those. I'm just. You know, I'd love to kind of hear the story behind them and maybe just kind of, yeah, get your thoughts around them. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we'll share them on, on our website as well. <coughs> that's, um, that's, that's Eventually, uh, once the podcast comes out. So
1: mm-hmm. uh, That's great, yeah. And uh, yeah, I got the portraits here. Okay. Uh, tiny ones. Um, yeah. That's a good, I mean, great selection. Those, these are super early. Okay. Uh, these are actually... Okay um so um i love these by the way all of them and all of them are i don't know if you can tell you so you answer my question can you <laughs> do you see story do you see a story in these portraits yeah yeah so i did,
0: i see sto- well and that's kind of part of i mean and i can give you a little bit of my thoughts but if you like um i yeah, i can definitely I'd love to hear it so so from well the first one um is that well, a man, right, with the beard and um, a little bit of gray hair, well, some gray hair, mm-hmm. right, and, and some darker hair. He looks straight at us um, just to describe, you know, what, what image we we're talking about. And I mm-hmm. kind of see, yeah, it's an interesting thing, uh, interesting, um, you, you see that connection, right, with the camp with the viewers. So I, I immediately, that, that image kind of drew me in, um, and I see it's hard to say the story i see something some seriousness for sure Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of it's hard to say whether it's sadness but you see that connection with the camera and maybe with you as you were taking Mm it um you know there's a little bit of a shadow um Mm -hmm. in the back so i like the lighting um and yeah, and, and of course, what, what's interesting about these stories, right, they're not complete stories. So I'm, of course, very curious about mo- learning more about this mm-hmm. one. So that's the first one. Maybe mm-hmm. we can go over that from your perspective.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful <laughs> what you see. It really makes me happy, you know, uh, that it really evokes all this stuff, where that it makes you think all these things from such a simple uh, <laughs> driver's license portrait, almost. <laughs> But, um, so that, uh, guy, that amazing guy right there, that's a chef, Alex Atala. He's a, he's a world famous chef. He's uh, I I hate to say, I don't want to say celebrity chef, but, Mm -hmm. uh, because he's, he's that popular. He was, um, he was on a Netflix, uh, there is, um, uh, chef's table series. Uh, he's in season two, episode two. Okay. Mm. And this is the day when we became friends. This is, um, 2000 and oh, I'm going to lie to you. It's 2000 <laughs> late 16 or early 2017. Mm. I think it's late 16. This is at the EBI event, um, that, uh, Eddie Bravo and Victor Davila p- put out. And this was in uh, Los Angeles. And, um, uh, we met prior to I, I'm taking these photos. As you can tell, that the light was awful. It was inside of a um, room with um, uh, low ceilings, with like some light that was under, that was like close to the ceiling, but under some uh, 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 um, they were like stone things that 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 stopped the light from mm-hmm. flowing out. A lot of shadows. You can see shadow going right across his right. face, like right. right across his chin and there. But this is the best I could do. Like, um, <laughs> uh, I I think on my ISO there's like 6400 or something, you know. <laughs> he, and, and I think he was like maybe XT2, you know, couldn't handle a uh, uh, low light. Anyways, but I was just happy to. I got several of amazing photos of him, uh, and just because. So we we've talked before. And, um, uh, he was, um, he was sponsoring a, a fighter who is, uh, our mutual friend. He, it's kind of like, almost like his adopted son that he took care of, um, uh, for a while. The guy's amazing, Alex Atala. Uh, um, and, uh, we met, we talked and we established the connection and, um, I just asked him that, that was at the meeting. Uh, uh, it was at the meeting and I just asked him, you know, do you mind if I grab a couple of photos? He was like mm-hmm. <clears throat> super happy to do it. And he was very, very comfortable in front of camera and he did some poses. He made me look good. You know, I didn't suggest <laughs> any poses, but he would cross his arms a certain way. And I got a couple of really, uh, great, um, great, but incredibly, a wonderful guy, down to earth, generous, uh uh just a great guy. But mm-hmm. since we established um the relationship, we see each other every once in a while, every time he's in area, we talk. I go to his, his son lives in uh, San Diego, so mm-hmm. I go to their place, they invite me to, you know, family dinners and whatnot. So that that's that story.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. So, yeah. Wonderful. Thanks. Simple,
1: simple little portrait yeah, well, in a terrible still, lighting condition. Well, I, I think it
0: but right, <coughs> the viewer doesn't know that. And so yeah. ultimately how it I, it is I can tell it's harder light or you know more con- contrast, but I think it, it works really well. Yes with um
1: it, and you are right, there is there is certain so there's a certain uh tiny little invisible smile, but there's mm-hmm. also a mm-hmm. certain amount of um uh, seriousness yeah uh, focus is incredibly intelligent capable just a, an amazing guy so yeah you see some of that in in those eyes you know you yeah. see the and you also i see that that trust also mm-hmm. which you were talking about so yeah
0: yeah 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 it's very yeah exactly that you almost see a smile but you also see some serious yeah it's very interesting mm-hmm. i i I really like that one a lot mm-hmm. so so the next one is very different uh it looks like quite a young person a man mm-hmm. um with long hair kind mm-hmm. of um um looking away from the camera um it kind of hard to say um the, the background is out of focus again it's uh, mostly his head and the hair we see um and it looks like he's either well, it's hard to say. I see, you know, maybe I see pain almost or something or maybe he's talking or mm-hmm. I I'm not exactly sure, mm-hmm. but it's an interesting kind of a candid moment. Mm-hmm. Um that clearly he's not aware it seems like he's not aware of you the mm-hmm. photographer. Um and and again, it's one of those I, I'd love to hear the story. I, you know, um mm-hmm but um yeah it, it kind of stood out to me i mean there's several more but that those were just some.
1: Examples. yeah yeah so this is definitely one of my favorite portraits of all time that i've that i've done <laughs> uh, because of uh you know and and uh, uh some more of the things that you're actually saying um it's it's amazing but um and you need to open up and say more i i can speak, <laughs> i can hear that you have something else on your mind but you're kind of holding back but you know, you can see. Can you see a sweat and dirt on his face also? Yeah, or?
0: yeah, I saw that too. So that. Yeah, that was so this sad. is a
1: complete yeah. candid. He did not know I was taking a photo of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, your namesake, uh, Daniel Sedlak. Mm. He's a very good friend of mine, and this is the time when we were getting to know each other. He's a professional uh, motocross motorcycle rider.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: uh a very successful you know now he has his own business that involves motorcycles and does tours whatever but um this is back in the day this is um uh, i believe this is in 16 about five years ago uh when he was still competing he still competes in some circuits mm. but just an amazing guy he's uh, originally from germany lives here in san diego okay. Uh, and, um, this is on, um, a track where he, where he had practiced. So mm-hmm. he's exhausted. He's been, you know, practicing all day. His, his, um, uh, forearms, arms were given up. His girlfriend was like, um, uh, um massaging him. He had, uh, but so this is in between the, because he would ride around the, the um, uh, r- r- racetrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he would come in, uh, eat a banana, drink some water, y- you know, rest, get his uh, forearms massaged uh, from you know getting cramps, getting circulation in there, and then he'd hop on a bike and do it again, and that's for hours like that. Super hard work, you know. Mm. Um, mm. And so this is a portrait where um, I just caught, I saw, him, I loved, um, I loved uh, capturing people when they're doing something and mm-hmm. when they're gritty. And so th- this is uh, one of the reasons why I love jujitsu where I can, uh, mm-hmm. people are at their <laughs> grittiest, you know, they're sweaty, mm-hmm. they're, they're gr- grimacing. But again, I don't want to put a terrible grimace right. in there. The grimace has to be the right way. Right. So right. he's dirty. Yes. He has a, he has a mud around his mouth and, yeah, uh, yeah. and, um, his little sweaty, his, his, his hair is kind of a, uh, stick into his face and all that and it's it's completely his he's still you can still see focus he's focused he still has a lot of strength and energy but you can see how his you know eyebrows and eyes are kind of a uh, you know uh uh, uh grimacing that mm-hmm. he's you know he's fighting the also being tired and all that and it's right. a complete candid you know i was yeah. i was the way i think i had like um uh, which I don't like to use, but for these kind of things, uh, I had a zoom, uh, I think okay. it was uh, like a 55 or no, it was like uh it was like 16 to 55 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I captured him here like that. And it's to, to this day, I love the feeling that that um, mm-hmm. portrait, that image gives me. It's so real that, that, yeah, that that's what it does real. to me. it's so real there's nothing set up there
0: no totally yeah i agree great so and the the third one um so we're looking at i think it's a young girl um she's holding a cup in your hand in her hand and she's drinking from that white cup Mm -hmm. a ceramic cup um she's holding it with both hands um she's basically the cup covers most of her face so all we see is (laughs) the little we see her it's so cute uh, that little eye so her eye her left eye actually looks straight at the camera Mm -hmm. and then we see her hair um she has two little (laughs) do they call them bunions or something so like little
1: buns yeah buns yeah yeah. so
0: she has that and then almost like little horns yeah little horns and then um so Black and white again. Sorry, I should have mentioned all of these are black and white. Um, we do see the background of maybe a kitchen or something. Mm-hmm. I assume we see the sauce. Uh, we see the, the little that or the, um, the
1: yeah, cup, plate. The, the cup. cup plate. Yeah, yeah. Mm,
0: uh, is is back there um, on the right, and she's she's actually not in the center. I actually like that. There's something else from the kitchen that's like a something that suspense the mm-hmm. table i'm not sure it's hard to say but anyway that adds a little more interest and in yeah it adds interest line in line the there and it's, yep, it's a little yeah, line yeah, it's I kind of fun too, yeah um yeah it's another one that kind of just i loved it <laughs> yeah so this <laughs> so,
1: is at the <clears throat> this is at um coffee shop uh, ironsmith in hmm. um encinitas okay here in uh, san diego north county which uh, my good friend matt owns uh just a great little uh wonderful hipster uh wonderful place coffee shop and this girl actually is uh, uh is a daughter of of um uh their acquaintances i can't call them friends but they're great people i know them here and i see them here and there talk a little bit with them just a the great people and uh, uh this is their daughter uh, bex bexy and I was there working on whatever. I was sitting on the computer, you know, having a cup of coffee, working. And the light, Daniel, was just in. If you see this in paper on like big format, you would lose your mind. (laughs) Uh, Because the light is coming from her left, from her eyesight, as you can tell, uh, through a huge window. And it was just when I saw the light and then I saw her. And how she looks? I asked them, "Is it okay to to, to take photos?" And she was so cute. She mm. was actually. I was sitting there where where I am uh, from the perspective, and um, I took. I actually have about three phenomenal photos of. I don't mm. know which one's better. Mm. I love this one because leaves uh, leaves her image to imagination. You can see cute eye, but you don't know what the rest of her looks, Right, you know, right. and that pose and the, the that vigor with which she's drinking that hot chocolate, <laughs> uh, and just the whole, uh, environment, uh, is just, uh, great. You can see, yeah, you can see that plate. Everything is huge compared to her, you know, the cup, right, the, right, the cup. plate behind her that that chain that holds the table actually really adds in my opinion Mm -hmm. adds a wonderful element it gives it It a diagonal line and also it's interesting being a chain and whatnot in there almost it almost looks as if it goes into
0: the cup right
1: or it goes around her leg like she's chained weird if you look at it like that (laughs) right um and then you see that what i like is um depth behind you can see mm-hmm. the door going out out outside. Yeah. Uh and I, I don't know, but mainly her and her expression and just the kind of um uh not knowing what she looks like, but you can see she's incredibly cute, which she is. Mm-hmm. She's just uh, cute as a as a button <laughs> as a dickens. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And she's very personable and she was very talkative and cute <laughs> and um, and love to pose and outgoing. Just, um, just it was delight. So I got about three images that I really, you know, this one is kind of special, uh, mm-hmm. but the other couple and I have many, but you know, obviously not all of them work out, as you know mm-hmm. how it works. But uh, yeah, so this was a wonderful memory. Uh, That's great. Uh, So that's, that's the story. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Thanks. Thanks for sharing
1: that. Yeah. And I love it was also, also, she was drinking and I was trying to catch her. I didn't want her to pose for me because, but you can see, she's looking at me. So she, she knows that I'm, that I'm taking a photo. She's well aware of it, but she was doing her thing as a Mm -hmm. kid. You can't really, you can only pose so much. (laughs) I think she was like three or four there, you know, Mm -hmm. not, not older than that. Mm-hmm. and um this is also like this might even be 15 19 uh, 2015 or hmm. early 2016 i think yeah. it's i think it's 2015 yeah but um yeah
0: that's great yeah and i i love the tonalities too i think the mm-hmm. you know goes from deep, <clears throat> deep blacks to kind of across the board still strong contrast but you still you have nice yes, tonalities it, too so, so. so
1: this is my earlier work and i really went A little too crazy with um, high contrast and uh, blackness and whatnot. If I did this photo, but I don't want to because this is who I was at the time, Mm -hmm. I would probably do it completely different. I'd be a lot softer because Mm -hmm. she's a, you know, she's a cute girl, blonde. So I think it'd be a lot more appealing less contrast. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a little bit less contrast, but I would, I would make it that the whole image is softer. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the, um, what do you call it? Not harshness, but the, um, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> contrast. Maybe uh, the... I would make it, I would make it uh, softer. So she is uh, a lot more softer to look at and all mm-hmm. that. But I like it the way it is. It was yeah. the time. That was me. Okay. And she's young. Yeah. So so uh, she can handle that kind of a harshness. You know what I'm I, saying? Yeah. If it feels like an older person great. or something like that, it doesn't work, you know, at yeah. all. You can just make them You make him more old or or whatever. It's not yeah. really complimenting. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think it works great. I I, mm-hmm. I love it. Um well that that's wonderful. So so here's my pre-final question (laughs) Um, and thanks for for all your time um so this is a a rare gear related question as you know i'm trying trying to really focus on the creative side of things which really we have focused on in our (coughs) conversation which is important Mm -hmm. so but i am always curious about focal length (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so um what are nowadays or maybe previously too what are some of your favorite focal length now for mm-hmm. you um when you're photographing. You mentioned the 23 with the Fuji yeah, X yeah. t Yeah. So
1: I went through go ahead.
0: hello oh, no go ahead please. Yeah.
1: Uh so uh I went through you know phases. Uh as um I could I you know I love street photography. That was mainly uh what I shot in people and um so I went through phases of uh 35 mil, mils then I went to uh, 50 then I stayed with 50 for the longest time for photography. That was like my favorite. It's kind of like what we see. Mm-hmm. It was like the most true for uh, for this, you know, street and whatnot. But neither of those, um, even though I have really, you know, uh, um, I love my Fujinon uh, lenses, uh, uh, primes. They're amazing. Uh, it's just crazy sharp, gorgeous mm-hmm. bokeh, just uh, beautiful, beautiful lenses. Um, neither of them are, are great for um obviously for portraits you know they'll they'll they won't do much distortion but with, with like obviously with 35 it's really I shot some uh, it's funny but I shot some portraits with 35 but I tell mm-hmm. people sorry about it like I have to almost like put a camera on you on your on your nose and stuff like right, that right and it <laughs> distorts their face you know it's not yep. the same so I wouldn't use that for 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 portraits, my favorite lens that I grab is my um, it's uh, my Fujinon 56, 56 uh, yep. one two, but which is equivalent to 85. About, yep. got it. Uh, full frame, so it's 85 and it's one two f one uh, and it is just ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. creamy. It's it's uh, uh, incredible. Um, uh, shallow depth of field i actually have to be very careful but Mm -hmm. you know it'll focus focus, right (laughs) it'll focus on like a nano millimeter surface (laughs) you know and um but that's the stuff because my style not my style but what i'm trying to capture is that that uh emotion and Mm -hmm. Um for that, I love shallow depth of field because everything else, like in some kind of a dream will disappear. Mm-hmm. You can see it's there, but but it's not um I- interfering mm-hmm. with with the feeling that comes from the eyes or from the situation or whatever. yep, uh, I just yep. love that uh division that that separation of subject, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm probably not not saying anything new or anything unusual i I'd, I'd, I'd assume that most of the photographers love the same thing but that's what works mm-hmm. for me that's what i love yeah and so my favorite for for definitely is that 85 uh one two that fujinon mm-hmm. it's actually you know 56 uh 56 C, you know
0: crop yes mm-hmm. um oh, yeah.
1: so okay. so um uh that would be my favorite and then for for street uh i think i'd stick with um uh 35 because images that i capture with with i'm i'm sorry with 50 mm-hmm. uh, 35 is a little bit too wide for me it takes mm-hmm. uh because when i focus on on a moment or a or, or a situation i it's usually a little bit uh, closer a little bit narrow right. you know i don't need mm-hmm. the whole sometimes you need the whole a, a street or whatever, but that's a yep. rare, mm-hmm. rare occasion. And yep. then yep. for jujitsu tournaments and, and stuff like that, even though I don't like to use it, I do use, um, zooms. I use two Zoom. different zooms. Sure. Uh, uh, one is long, you know, it goes up to like, uh, to 200, 200 or so. Yep. And the other one goes to like <clears throat> 85, 87, yeah uh, and I usually have two cameras for tournaments, one with the long lens, uh, and one with that, uh, um, it's like 16 to two or like 24 to 85. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to convert it in my head. It's, it's sure. 16 to 55 in aps but, um, sure.
0: which is 24 to
1: 24 to 80, 87 and a half, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Something so, like so yeah. I have those when they, so when the, when the, uh, competitors come closer to me, I will take the one with the, with a closer lens and when they're far away, obviously I'll do the other one. Mm-hmm. So, and, and those are both obviously Zooms and I'm not too crazy, but, may, you know, makes you do your job better. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, they're both um, a 2.8 constant, which is wonderful. It really... Uh, and the way I don't know Fuji made him, you can really separate. That, which mm-hmm. I'm always shocked to see how well it separates the subject that is on right. the mat in a big yeah. uh, arena, mm-hmm. and then you see spectators in the back are completely bl- blurred oh, out yeah. and all that. Yeah. Uh, so I love that, you know, because yes. if it's uh, if it's different, then. Might as well take photos with your phone, you know, or Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so yeah, so those are the ones that I use. Okay. Those are the ones that I like the most. Okay. And again, yeah, that eighty five one F one two is just uh when I grab that, I'm just I know I'm 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 in heaven, you know, with that yeah. my people.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Well good. And then my my final question is where what's the best place place for people to find you? Um either Instagram or website uh, yeah, or both, so, or you, if you can let us know that would
1: be cool. uh yeah so Instagram I have uh two accounts uh one is my artsy fartsy black and white uh me like uh with my name my name B-A-N-E Bane and then beginning of my last name V I S. that's the black and white and then Jiu-Jitsu is just Bane Jitsu those are two Instagram accounts so they can see my work there they can contact me through there mm-hmm. and then I have my website which I really need to s- make it a project and add because I have <laughs> I have so many more oh, images but you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're a photographer you know how uh, just e, e-, e uh, almost impossible task that is to sift mm-hmm. through your photos to pick mm-hmm. and to you know like and I have so many other things to do that are you know oh, yeah. a lot more pressing <laughs> And then, so my, but still they can see some of my old work on my Instagram, Mm bonnetphoto.com. And they can also send me an email there, uh, bonnet, bonnetphoto.com. And um, what else? I always forget. I I think, oh, oh, um, there is Vero. Um, I use Instagram, but I would suggest uh, that a lot of people would try um, uh, Vero, a true social uh, app. It's, it's amazing app, uh, without any, um, um, algorithms, without, um, advertisements. Um, mm. uh, it's amazing, beautifully done. Um, uh, uh it definitely must see. It's just gorgeous. Um, and, um, it's so, uh, visually pleasing. It's so, uh, easy to use. Uh, They Mm -hmm. have categories for, um, uh, to share movies you're watching, shows, uh, books. Uh, You can connect with people in a a human way about things that you like. So, yeah, definitely. And Daniel, I would recommend as, um, uh, uh, art guy and uh, photographer and all that. They also post, if you post the images, they, they post, uh, in, Uh, real size you can really look at the image Mm. Uh, they don't crop them they don't limit you in any way Mm. it is amazing uh uh, Eamon Hariri is the owner of that um he's a he's a pretty famous guy but I would definitely look into that Mm -hmm. and a lot I know a lot of people that switch completely from Instagram to um Mm. uh Vero Vero. it's V-E-R-O true social uh it's awesome yeah so that's another one where I uh, where I am but okay. rarely on any of these things I'm I'm on now I'm just way too busy yep. and it just takes away from a yeah, little bit from amazing. my soul uh, yes <laughs> every time I go on there same here
0: yeah I'm trying a similar thing
1: <laughs> yeah and and it's yeah. too bad because it's such a good avenue for us photographers to yep. showcase our work to communicate sure. with people and all that but these powers that be that own these things yeah. are just making it So horrific. It's all about money. It's all about placing your photos in certain order or popularity. Or uh, they're saying, oh, we don't want it to be numbers, but it's all about their numbers. And it's just awful. I don't have a good feeling there anymore. And I feel bad because I like to see my friends work and what they're Mm -hmm. doing and all that. But it's just almost impossible now. So, anyway. No,
0: I totally agree. And I i had actually a, a couple episodes well several of my conversations went into that direction you know mm-hmm. with the social media and, and i i completely agree with you i think it's, it's it can be a very good thing but it you got to be really careful on how yeah. you're using it and you i can personally take over your life completely. Away. it yeah.
1: becomes like a full-time job to be on that and i thing and, and it's just terrible
0: yeah and i don't I just don't have the time now either to, no to spend on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so No one um, should
1: have all yeah. that time for that kind of thing, you know? Uh, yeah.
0: I'd rather talk to other photographers like Absolutely. like you today.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. All, all day long. <laughs> so, this was such a great experience, yeah. such a good conversation. Oh, and I'm sorry, okay. I mean, I talk too much, but I have to remember no, no, that it is all. an interview, I guess. No, Could no, just, that's, that's I, how it's supposed to be. There are so many questions that I want to ask you, you know, I want to no, find no. out about you and all that. <laughs> but I, I, I hope we'll have a chance uh, yeah, for sure. to, to share more and uh, yep. for me to find out a lot more about you and to get to know oh, sure. you.
0: That would be wonderful. And well, I
1: love your work, man. I looked at your oh, stuff on the website. <laughs> I looked at uh I found some business site where you have like your like commercial photography. I mean, yeah. just <laughs> crazy good. Crazy good. Oh, I would never be able to do that. Like mm. that, I think it's like that stock photography, not a chance. If you make me mm. with a gun, I wouldn't be able to <laughs> to produce like a good quality <laughs> stuff, you know. Something, but not like that. It's well, great stuff. I think-
0: well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I wouldn't be able to do your work. So, I mean, I think it's it's all good. So, it's it's wonderful. Well, awesome. Bonnie, thank thank you so much again. It was really a pleasure. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll stay in touch. Um, we'll we'll share the show notes. And um, yeah, thanks again.
1: For sure, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me, Bud. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. This concludes our episode. And conversation with Bonne Visnich. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I think Bonne is a great example of a photographer who really is able to evoke emotion with his photography and also is able to tell stories. So I really encourage you to check out his website. It's actually at com so with a PH, com and you can see some of his, some of his work now yeah he does say it is um, it needs updating but i would still highly recommend you check it out and in our show notes will be at danielsickphotography.com episode 040 so that's the 40th episode and um, you will see Uh, links to his website his instagram his vero account and also the images we actually discussed uh, together today as well thanks so much for listening feel free to share the episode with others who might like it as well and talk to you next time